Life is busy. Disciple making is slow, but we can find rest and hope in Jesus. Welcome to 419 Moment of Encouragement, created to bring you short messages, scriptures, testimonies, and prayers to keep us focused on the kingdom of God and His promises. Hello, and welcome to this episode of A Moment of Encouragement. My name is Beth Laurie, and I'm your host. I'm your guide. Most of the wonderful listeners we have on this podcast are from Mount Pisgah United Methodist Church in Johns Creek, Georgia. We have many other listeners outside of our church, and we love them all. But something that has been on my heart today is our church's history. God has given this body of Christ and each body of Christ a DNA and a purpose that still holds true today. I would like to tell you a little bit about ours. Back in 1830, God started something beautiful in this land and in the hearts of the people that lived here. Native Cherokee Indians lived north of the Chattahoochee River. The flowing river brought life and food for the natives. Andrew Jackson was a seventh president, and a circuit rider made an investment into the literacy and the outreach for the Cherokee tribe on these riverbanks. Methodist missionaries were among the first allowed to cross the Chattahoochee River into what they called Cherokee Territory. They were coming to teach the children English. The Cherokees hoped that this would influence Georgia lawmakers in allowing them to remain on Georgia soil, the land of their forefathers. The missionaries, however, directed their initial effort toward evangelical work and mission schools, which later established and became the basis of education for the Native children. The missionaries won the trust of the Natives and, through prayer meetings, brought a great number to accept the white man's God. Now, God continued to reveal Himself to the Native Americans on this land through the ministry of the missionaries, the circuit rider, and the new church community. The North Georgia Methodist community would eventually grow to 1,200 white members and 16,000 Cherokees. Yes, I said 16,000 Cherokees. Things were peaceful until they discovered gold in Dahlonega and other parts of North Georgia, which brought a flood of new speculators, prospectors, adventurers, and settlers to the land. This started the talk that they needed to take the land from the natives. Greed for gold became the driving force in the life of many Georgians. As the demand for the removal of the natives grew more persistent, the government stepped in. The land north of the Chattahoochee was surveyed and divided into counties, at which time what we would call Mount Pisgah United Methodist Church became part of what they called Cherokee County. The Removal Act passed in 1830, and it imposed the final seal of doom for the Cherokee Nation. Although a great number of Georgians were not aware of what was happening, the missionaries and the leaders who worked with the Indians did see this, and they did not approve of the destructive policy. A lay minister, a woman named Miss Martin, gathered the white Georgians south of the river and created a new body of Christ, Mount Pisgah Church, but it was first called Martin's Chapel. It opened its doors in a one-room log cabin for worship in 1831. 
The homemade pine timbers were joined by mortise and tenon. Windows were open to the elements, and the uncomfortable benches were rough slabs without a back. But those tribulations fell to dim the fervor of the worshipers. And even thy itinerant preachers who face the servant's test to push through nature to bring the word of God to the scattered churches of the circuit and now to the native Indians. During these troubled troubled times for the Indians, Mount Pisgah Church stood as a light in the darkness in this frontier wilderness of North Georgia. The tragic Trail of Tears in 1838 took the Indians to their home, now west of the Mississippi River. The walk of distress saddened and brought death to thousands of natives. Methodists violently opposed the plan of removal and accompanied the Cherokee on the sad migration from Georgia. Yes, they walked the Trail of Tears with them. Georgia members prayed and ministered to the homesick and suffering Indians moving slowly and torturously over the procession of frozen rivers and mountains during the winter months. As they traveled with the natives, the Methodist movement now started in the West. Following the removal of the Indians, the roads and ferries were crowded with horses, wagons, and carts, bringing settlers and families across the river eager for a portion of this abundant land with its promise of new life in the North Georgia region. Mount Pisgah continued to share Jesus and care for the new settlers in this area. Later, in 1964, when the Union Army invaded Georgia, a church member's property was seized and became home for 30,000 Union soldiers. The church that had been the beacon of Christ's light for an era was burned down. Many thought the light appeared to be extinguished. However, the war did not stop what God had started on this land. Eventually, the members of Mount Pisgah came together again. A new frame church was built at the corner of Jones Bridge. And once again, the members of Mount Pisgah started finding ways to reach out and share Jesus with those in this community. By 1920, Mount Pisgah had built a 20-by-20-foot church on Nesbitt Ferry Road. It continued to grow as this area did. In 1986, a larger South Campus sanctuary was built next to the smaller chapel, and it became a place where families could come to worship and do life together. Mount Pisgah School opened in 1988, and then later in the year 2000, the North Campus Sanctuary was built as this church and the community continued to grow. Mount Pisgah has birthed many ministries to help this community over the years, including Summit Counseling Center, the Beacon of Hope, Crisis Pregnancy Center, and Champions Place. Life was birthed on the riverbanks of the Chattahoochee, and it continues to this day. We've seen tribes push back from their land, and we've survived the war. God has given Mount Pisgah a DNA to be a light for this community, to reach out to those who are not in God's kingdom. We are a church that cares for all people on this land, all races throughout time. God has provided this body of Christ to be a light for Him in the past and going forward. 
my encouragement for you today is to consider, why would God bring you to be part of this body of Christ here at Mount Pisgah, or whatever church you were worshiping at? Who are the people in the area that He wants you to reach out to? What would it look like to show them the love of Jesus? God has you here for a reason. Ask the Holy Spirit to guide you as we together continue to be the beacon of light for Christ on this Riverside land. Join us next time as we stay faithful and find joy in our journey with Jesus.